Hello and welcome to the Sleep Teacher Pod, the podcast for all the parents out there who just want sleep. I'm Christy, owner of The Sleep Teacher, and I am joined by my colleague, Beck. If you are in the trenches of sleep deprivation, we see you, we feel you, and trust us, this podcast is going to become your new BFF. We want you to know that you can still be a lovingly attached parent and get good sleep. You don't have to choose between the two. So pop Bob in the carrier, grab yourself a coffee, put those headphones in, because we have all the sleep tips coming your way. Let's get napping, Mama. Hello, everybody. I'm Christy. I'm Beck. And we are part of the Sleep Teacher family, both sleep consultants. We are so excited to bring you this podcast because if you've followed along with us for a while on socials, you'll know we show up day in, day out, so passionate about sleep. And this podcast will allow us to really delve in deep and discuss all the hot topics really, really deep and really honest with you because it's so much easier to articulate and put things into perspective over a podcast, over a conversation. And that's what this is. We're just going to sit back casually, have a nice chat all about baby sleep. So super excited to bring this your way. As I said, my name's Christy. I have three girls, three of which, well, two of which were horrendous sleepers when they were little. So bad so that I literally <laughs> was never having a third. And like I will sort of preface by saying they are now 10, 9, and 7. So 10 years ago, sleep consultants weren't really a thing. Like it's something that I feel has only become quite common in the last few years. And back then there was a book you could get. And you all probably know the book I'm talking about. And it was quite, you know, strict and rigid. And it worked to a degree, but for me, it just didn't suit my lifestyle. But the fact that I was able to get my baby sleeping better, I felt like I was a new mum. And it honestly changed like my relationships with my husband, me as a person. I just felt so much more. I just enjoyed motherhood so much more. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Look, (laughs) he still grinds my gears, but (laughs) I liked him just that little bit more. And so when we got sleep, like I just felt I was able to enjoy motherhood so much more. So just by making a few little tweaks with Elkie, by the time Minka came along, I was like, okay, cool. I sort of know what to do now. Like I have a bit of an idea of what I can do to make things better. And that was the self-settling. But there was obviously still the things in the background that as me and you know, Beck, as sleep consultants, like routine can just make such a big difference and environmental factors. There were still those things that weren't quite in place. And, you know, so I still had those odd night wake up. So I was like, third time around, I'm really going to like invest in this and put all the research into it. So yeah, like at that four month regression, I was like, okay, cool. I've got three kids, you know, three and a half and under, like I need sleep and I need routine. So putting everything I knew plus some sort of fresher things that had come up on Google and whatnot, I was like, okay, cool. This is amazing. This is life-changing. Let's try and help all my friends with babies. And from there, that led to me going, I want to do this as a job. Like, this is awesome. Can I be a sleep consultant? Can I do this? And yeah, and went on and studied. And six years later, here we are. As I said, it is like quite a common thing now. And like most people, more often than not, will get a sleep consultant in because why not? Like, why not get help for something that you can? And it's going to make your life a hell of a lot easier. Mm. And 
obviously, Beck, you studied as well. We both studied through the same training company and you started your business as a sleep consultant, but then have come across and worked for the Sleep Teacher now. And we love you. You're part of the family. But would you like to share with the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Beck. I have three boys. So we are... We're polar opposites, like three girls, three boys there. We could be the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes. And they are six, four and two. So routine is obviously huge for me. I have a partner that works away a lot. So, you know, being the solo parent, sometimes if I didn't have that sort of structure and routine, I would not be able to do a lot of the things that I do and be happy and just be the mum that I want to be. So yeah, why I got into sleep consulting, I had early childhood background. So I sort of worked in that sector for just over 10 years. I would see a lot of different families coming in. You know, being young, I sort of just assumed you have a baby, they sleep, it's great. (laughs) You play with them because, you know, that's a lot of the time what we were doing at work. As we all know, children are very different at daycare than at home. So I would have all these parents. And it's so different when it's not your child. (laughs) It's so different. (laughs) We can give them back at the end of the day. A hundred percent. So I would see all these mums and dads coming in and telling me, you know, oh, they're up all night. I'm so tired. And, you know, you could definitely see the difference with kids when perhaps they hadn't had a great night's sleep or it was continuous, like fragmented night's sleep to the kids that perhaps, you know, had that sleep sort of sorted and they didn't have as many sort of sleep issues going on. Just in terms of everything. Yeah like behavior, feeding, like just. And that's like something that we obviously get from parents we've worked with as well. They're like, oh my God, I can't tell you how much my baby has changed for the better. Like they're a new child. Like everyone is a different person when they get a good night's sleep. I know myself, I'm an animal if I don't sleep. Oh, so So it's like, like, yeah, they they are different. And, you know, of course you'll have the one-off night. It's that ongoing sleep debt that is, progressively gaining momentum and that's sort of where the wheels fall off a bit. So yeah, when I was doing my childcare studying, I became pregnant and I went to a really great talk uh, with a pediatrician, one of those baby expos. And I was like, wow, there is a bit of stuff that goes into getting a baby to sleep. (laughs) As in, just a bit. You don't just put them <laughs> down and they go to sleep. And, and I think we focus so much a lot of the time on the pregnancy and the labour, and which is all great, but then we don't put that much time into actually, okay, what do we do now that we've got this baby at home, we've gotten through the labour and, you know, we work on breastfeeding or formula feeding or however you choose to feed. But once that all settles down, most of the time can have this screaming baby at you. So I took on a lot of the things that this pediatrician was saying to me at this talk, basic awake windows, sleep environments, just seeing what happens if you knew the baby was, you know, changed, fed, had a good awake window, put them down and see what happens. And, you know, my first was super easy temperament. We all know lots of babies have different temperaments and that's the beauty of a sleep consultant because we can help tweak those things if we can see something's not working. So yeah, that really helped me. And then 
I obviously studied sleep consultancy because it just fascinated me. I was just like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, And I could see, you know, my friends were having a bit more trouble and you learn along the way. And then I was on maternity leave with my second and that's when I did the course and started my sort of business. And then, yeah, I saw Christy advertising and I'd followed Christy. Yeah, I'd followed Christy. (laughs) And yeah, so that's sort of how we came to be. The little family. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now you're not going to. And exactly like what you were saying before, when you were having that chat with the pediatrician at the baby expo, the thing is like, the, as you said, there is so much involved with baby sleep. People do think that getting your child to sleep is literally a matter of just chucking them in the cot, closing that door and not going back. Or like and getting a good night and repeating every single step the night before of like, <laughs> okay, they wore these pajamas. <laughs> what socks did they have on? The bottle they had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down to the mill. Like, I know, I know. If only it was as easy as copy and paste. And I think that's the thing. Like people are still too scared to seek help sometimes because they think that it's just, you know, a matter of shutting the door and letting their baby cry, which is so far from the truth. And I think sleep training has come such a long way, you know, as science evolves, as we learn more, you know, research evolves. There's so much more. Like there's honestly, it is crazy. And I think that's one of the reasons like you and I speak day in and day out about obviously how passionate we are about it, but it really does break my heart that parents are out there walking around absolutely shattered because they're so sleep deprived, but they're also too scared to seek help. Yeah. Yeah. It's really upsetting. And it's because they're being robbed of like the motherhood journey that they envisioned, I think is, yeah, yeah, it's sad that we have all these things that we think are going to be, and then we get this baby home and they're screaming at us. And I think sometimes people hold back as well because they think they should know how to settle their baby. And Mm. it's just not the case because, you know, babies are so different. And so we're here for that reason. Like we don't want you to think, oh, I should know better. That's why I'm not going to seek help and just sort of suck it up because it's, yeah, don't. Or like mm. that you're failing as a parent because you can't get your baby. Absolutely. I know that broken sleep night in, night out, it can build up and it can become a lot. It's hard enough being a parent, let alone a sleep deprived parent. We understand this and we want to help. We've worked with over 15,000 families worldwide and we have the tools to help you too. Whether it be cat napping, early starts, transitioning from naps, we have the solution and the tools to help support and guide you to a better night's sleep. Don't put up with another night broken sleep. Find the link in the show notes to get started. It's a tough gig. Sure. (laughs) Even as like sleep consultants, there's some that we're like, okay, this baby's really testing us. We really need to dig deep with this one, work out what's going on. Like it's not, it is not just a matter of solving, you know, solving the puzzle. And it's great to have a sounding board of like, you know, people that have dealt with hundreds of babies, if not thousands. (laughs) Oh. We've literally just clocked over 15,000 feet. Yeah, so wild. crazy. And you know, that's just a small drop in the ocean. The emails as well that we get at the end of support is, you know, it's why we do what we do. It's, yeah. So rewarding. The family's so grateful. I feel human again. This is life-changing. We cannot thank you enough. Like, it's great. Yeah. We love it and that's why we do it. Yeah. When you're in that moment too, it's so hard to think that 
you're going to come out of that tunnel. It's really hard. This is my forever. And, you know, I'm not talking you have one or two bad nights. I'm talking like six to eight months of consistent, like four plus weeks a night. Like that's the sort of stuff we deal with. And it's sad that those parents have been sort of. Well, there's a lot of fear scared, like, about it. So much. And yeah, and it's just, it's honestly ridiculous because why would you, <laughs> I just don't know why you feel that you can comment on a parent seeking help for that when if they were going to seek help for getting, you know, I don't know, like a lactation consultant, you wouldn't think twice about it. So why for them seeking help for their baby not sleeping, which obviously then impacts so many other things. We're not just talking about, oh, come on, suck it up. You can get up and feed your child twice a night. We're talking about a baby that refuses to nap, a baby that refuses to be put down, a baby that wakes, you know, five, six times a night. And it's not just a matter of quickly offering a feed and putting them back down. Then, you know, they've got to be held to sleep or they've got to be rocked. And we're talking parents who are on the verge of breakdown and relationships as well. And then, yes, not always just one child. You have saved our marriage. We get that so much. And it's true. Yeah. Because... But yeah, 100%. I, I know like when I was in those trenches, like with Mitch, I can tell you now, I was honestly, <laughs> I was not a nice person, but it was just day in, day out, the same stuff. And I kept thinking, hey, tonight's the night, tonight's the night. We're going to have, yeah, it was just an off day. It was just an off day, but it wasn't an off day. And not only was I starting to suffer, but so was Elkie. Like she was just not a happy baby. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I understand why you were having like pretty much a liter of milk overnight. You weren't eating of a day because you were reverse cycling and making up for it overnight. So she was also, you know, not eating what she should be. And she was probably feeling pretty yuck because she was just filled up on milk. And this is at like 10 months of age, mind you. And then waking, like she was awake for periods overnight. And I'm like, if me as a grown adult with a fully functioning brain, oh, oh I'm feeling this. How are you feeling at 10 months of age, waking every hour or two overnight? Like how? And, you know, napping like for 30 minutes of a day or something like, yeah, I, I, I actually felt for a while like a, I felt a bit sad that I didn't do something sooner because I, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'd let it go on for so long before going, okay, yeah, white flag, I need help. Like I can't, I, Function I don't anymore. know my own baby. Yeah. And it wasn't that I didn't know my baby. Sleep is just so goddamn unpredictable and there's so many contributing factors to getting good sleep. When we see, you know, one of the main reasons that parents are worried about seeking help and doing some sleep training, if that's what you want to call it, it, you know, about their attachment to their baby. And I tell you the number of times that attachment has blossomed when they have sleep sorted yeah, because they enjoy the time with their baby when they're awake. They're not counting down, you know, when they're going to fall yeah. asleep next. It's just magic. Well, I still count down to bedtime. I'm not going to lie about yes. that. <laughs> but uh, the general day-to-day, it's not a constant just you're in survival mode. You're actually... Yeah, yeah. Enjoying it and being the mum that you, you know, want to be and not snappy and, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because it does. It can become like quite monotonous and you just start thinking like, is this really what I'm going to be doing every day for the next like however many years? 
But yeah, when you get that sleep and then you get that routine, it's like, oh, cool, I can get out and about. I can do this. I know when my baby's going to nap. I know. And you just, yeah, everything just becomes that little bit easier. But yeah, it's pretty crappy that we live in a society where people, yeah, feel the need to judge and pass that judgment. And it's horrible, mm. horrible because mental health rates are on the rise. Like that's, you can't argue with that. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. And mums are feeling the pressure. Like, so much has changed as well. And I think that's the other thing. Like, and that's another thing we and you always speak about. We're not like, you know, the baby boomers who, again, like love, like I love, I love all the baby boomers in my family. But the thing is, times are so different to when they had And grandparents are still working most of the time now. They're not. They are. Like they had back then, they had one or two generations living in one house or showing up every day to help care. Village. You know, yeah, a full village and it's just so different now and mums have to return to work earlier, whether it be because... Um, uh, money, inflation. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't even oh Obviously cost of living, but, you know, in most families, both parents work and depending on your maternity leave and things like that and or financial situation, you may need to go back to work a lot earlier than other parents and your situation may be so different in the sense that you may not have someone there to help care for your child while you go back to work. So they've got to go to daycare. But also just having to get up five times a night and then be able to function and do a job. Like it, it's just not so your game face you on. Just can't, no. You can't do it. And as much as everyone no, you cries, can't. it doesn't last. And something's going no. through tip, you know, whether at home or work. And that's the thing too. Like you're, if you are returning to work, you're probably also feeling bit guilty too and you've got that you know worry about and anxiety about going back to work and then you've got someone in your ear saying you shouldn't sleep train your child and you're like well if I don't sleep train my child how the hell are they going to sleep where I'm at, when I'm at work because at the moment they're so reliant on me and they'll only settle for me or they'll only settle for the breast and what do I do like my baby's got to sleep. So there's that anxiety and then they're, you know, about returning to work and then they're feeling guilty about sleep training. It's yeah, ludicrous. Yeah, so that's why we're here. We want you to know that we are here to help you when that time is for your family, which is very different for every family. We love the saying, if it's not a problem for you and your family, there isn't one. You don't need to do anything. If you love that yeah, time don't stress. You know, at night, getting up and being with your baby, great. That's amazing. Yeah, and I think that's something we should sort of preface and say, like, we are not here to tell you that you have to sleep train because, honestly, you don't. It is not something that every parent has to do. We are literally here as a service for when you get to the point and you go, you know what, something's not right with my baby's sleep, I need help. I need education and, and I need a little bit of guidance on... Just need some guidance. Yeah. We're here to say that you can sleep train. You know, there's so many people yeah. saying, no, you know, it's just a phase. They'll get, you know, it's a regression. That's what babies need. Yeah. You know, all this, it's no. Like we're here to say you absolutely can get on top of your baby's sleep and it's not as scary as what some social media... Make it out to be. Yeah. Your baby is going to be so happy to see you in the morning when they've had that good night's sleep. They're going to look at you and just love you so much. You don't have to question that, honestly. I think that's that's something that, yeah, that attachment side of it is. Oh, we get it. Yeah. It's 
tricky to navigate, but I guess we see it day in, day out. And the thing is too, like sometimes like clients, like well, literally it'll just be a matter of making a few tweaks to routine or it might be like some environmental factors. It doesn't have to be changing the way you settle. Like we will always say, if you're happy with how that's going, like clients will say to us, oh, do we have to drop that last feed? No. No. If you're happy doing that feed, absolutely. But we might help you get that bit longer stretch before the feed or before that, you know, settle that's a wake up that's not necessarily a feed time. So yeah, just about it. Looking at the whole day, we don't just talk about settling methods with you guys when we have that conversation with you it's literally the whole picture of your baby's day and what they're doing yeah you can't work on just the days without working on the nights too like it's sort of they go in sync Mm -hmm. to sort of make sure everything's in place so yeah so I think our main sort of goal from this podcast is just to make sure you feel reassured with your parenting journey and not questioning yourself because there's enough scrutiny out there and and judgment and, you know, like, as we said, we're mums ourselves. We have been there and it's tough, that especially when you're sleep deprived. So we're here to advocate for you and just make sure you know that you make the right decisions for your family. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. And I think if you can go in with that mindset that, you know, nothing's a problem for you until it becomes a problem for you, then, yeah, you'll be all right because what works for one family may not work for you and vice versa. So over the next few episodes, you can definitely expect a lot more in-depth and real discussions. We aren't here to beat around the bush. We will be 100% honest with you in terms of expectations and our advice. But if you do have any topics you would like us to cover, please feel free to send them through over on Instagram or via email at christyattheSleepTeacher.com.au. But yeah, we hope you've enjoyed this and we really do hope that you feel a little bit more at ease with your parenting journey. Please don't feel that we're here to push you on the side of the fence that we sit because that is not the case. And yeah, if you're happy with the way things are going in your family, then please stick to it. That's it from us. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of The Sleep Teacher Pod. We hope you've walked away feeling just that little bit more at ease with your parenting journey. Please remember, nothing is a problem until it actually becomes a problem for you and your family. If you've enjoyed our company today, we would love if you could please subscribe or leave a review, or maybe even both. But if you are wanting more sleep tips right away, use the link in the show notes to find out how you can get started with one of our amazing sleep consultants and follow us over on Instagram at The Sleep Teacher. We can't wait to be back in your ears next week with more sleep tips. Nighty night.